So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 320. For what's the date today? Uh, August. Oh, August. October seventeenth. Oh. October seventeenth, two thousand twenty-one. My name's Nathan Reinsbruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Royal McFain. It's me. I'm here. You did it. You made it. You were only like ten minutes late. Uh, uh yeah, it's not too bad for me. And your voice is just a little bit crackly now, but that's okay. So. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, where can we find you, Aurora? Wait, what did you say? I, I restarted voice meter. It didn't help. Where can we find you? <laughs> hey, my life. Uh, you go to Aurora.website. You think you think that you, you think that you hate it? I have to fucking post this. Well, that's okay. Um, so just a row.website, all your links are there. Yeah, always. Everything's always there. Perfect. Uh, and while you I, want, you, you can talk about you talk about your games. I can well, restart I was, Discord. I was gonna t- say where you can where you can find me while you you get your shit fixed. Yeah. 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 All right. So I'm Nathan Reitenspruth. You can find me at Reiten everywhere. I'm Reiten on Twitch. Uh, I stream Monday through Friday, six p.m. Pacific time to nine p.m. Pacific time. I also stream. I apologize. I'm also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Reiten. Uh, you can find my website is reetonentertainment.com and my Twitter, which has been reinstated for a couple of weeks now and hasn't been banned. Uh, that is uh, at Reeton. So at Reeton everywhere. We also do uh, Connor, who's not here, and I do uh, Clinton's Core Classics. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter there at Clinton's Core. So, uh, Roa, you back? I have a Facebook page now, too. Oh, uh, Clinton's Core has a Facebook page. Um, yeah. Reaton Entertainment does not have a Facebook page. I'm not making one of those. But yes, Clinton's Core does have a Facebook page now, which is is quite nice. So, uh, what games have you played this week, Aurora? So, um, I played a little of a uh, VR game that came out a little while ago uh, called Until You Fall. I th- did you play that? I feel like you did. No, Maybe not that not? I remember of. No, not that I remember so, of. Yes. So it's a it's from the creators of uh, I expect you to die. Right. Um, and it is a rogue like first person like well uh, brawler sword fighter hack and slash thing in vr um okay it's yeah it's kind of a neat idea uh so you go through these individual segments you kill everything in each segment and uh you get an upgrade at the end of each each individual segment and then you fight a boss at the end and if you die you have to start the whole run over again um the combat is not quite as like like you can't abuse the AI to the same degree that you can in most melee uh, VR games. 
you have to deal with them attacking you pretty much like the way the game wants you to um so the the like main crux of the combat is you blocking their attacks by matching your weapon movements up with these lines that show up in your vision uh which is pretty cool and and makes you feel really good whenever you can pull it off uh it, the timing is very very tight in some cases so like being able to actually go and and block things with both hands it's a lot more satisfying than say uh uh blade and sorcery where yeah. most of the time if you do block something like you block one attack and then you cut their head off um it's it doesn't have the same visceral feeling in combat as say blade and sorcery or or gorn especially not gorn but uh for something that's trying to be more of a game and less of a slaughter simulator uh i think it does that really well and uh there seems to be a pretty good array of like upgrades and stuff to to make things feel fresh over time so like i do think it it's worth the uh cost of entry that i paid for it which i think was 11 12 dollars because i got it in a bundle that's uh, not bad i don't yeah i haven't played anything else in that bundle yet but uh yeah i saw that and was like you know i, I was interested in that a long while back uh i shall have to check it out and so i did I got, uh, there was another one. Is it Arizona, Arizona Sunshine? Is that it? The, uh. Yeah, I've the, heard about like, that VR game. I've never played it, though. It, it, it was, it was like one of the big, like, initial VR game releases that, like, everybody was playing it because it was, like, the only VR shooter that wasn't a wave-based zombie killing thing. It's still zombie yeah. killing, but you can, like, walk around and do stuff. Yeah, uh, I haven't played it yet, but I have it now, so I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, I haven't really done a whole lot else. Uh, I've been mostly playing uh, mobile games because I'm 45. Uh, <laughs> that's all, also like that's my my girlfriend plays games, but a lot of it is like I'm gonna play mobile games, and I'm just like have fun. I can't like. Some of the games I want to play, I kind of have a small phone because I have the Pixel 3a. 4a? 4, 4a. I have the Pixel 4a. And it has a pretty small screen, and a lot of mobile games, for some reason, have really small text. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's 4a mobile phone. Make the text big. Whatever. Anyway, go on. Play, what mobile games I played like played? A, a, well, I played like, a, like this... Uh almost like a point-and-click adventure kind of game. It's called uh, Yabatanian. Um, it, it's kind of a, a combination between a point-and-click adventure and do you remember those Flash games? I'm pretty sure that they were Japanese too, uh, where you had to do a whole bunch of actions, but they had to be in just the right order or else something would go wrong and you wouldn't be able to like get the full 100% completion. Well, I mean, that, um, yes, yes, I've I've 
there's lots of games that are like that yeah 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 but there, there was it was like uh like there was one where it was you you like watered a plant and then it turned into like a like a globe or something or, or like a little block of earth and then you like had to click and make the waterfall do the thing and it would make people show up and i don't know it was like like you you basically like turned this cube into an an actual working planet but it was only if you clicked everything in just the right order or else something would go wrong and then you you wouldn't be able to to complete it uh it's kind of like that but it's in the format of a point and click adventure uh and there are several different endings i haven't gotten a couple of them but it's pretty cool the way that, that like some of the puzzle solutions are kind of not what i would have expected um and a lot of it relies on this step system so like as you move between screens time passes uh so some elements then like will you you'll lose access to certain things if you take too long to move between different areas uh and sometimes you have to pass time to make some things work it's it's cool and it's it's a free game there are ads if you want hints uh but if you're like me and you block most ad servers via dns that's not a problem yeah so uh you have a pie cool. hole also... is that what you have i do i do indeed oh, okay cool. um there are a couple of sequel games as well that uh they are four dollars each i think uh i haven't played them yet but i might get one because it's a it's a really cool setup and uh it's good i th- I, th- I think it's cool that, that like mobile allows for that sort of thing and yeah that like that's kind of where it, instead of flash games now we have kind of cool mobile games yeah uh one other thing that i want to shill uh is i because I, I don't think i've talked about it yet um it is this game launcher called play night that have okay. i talked about that no you have not not that i know of. no um so I've been using this thing called Play Night, and it is a game launcher that lets you import games from pretty much every uh, game client. So, you know, Steam, Origin, uh, even Xbox Game Pass. Okay. Uh, put It puts everything together into one big library, and then you can use stuff like, like the Steam library functionality, where you can... Uh, sort things by when you last played them uh, or even like organize them by when you last played them. So you can look at games that you've never played. Uh, You can sort them by release year, uh, whether they support certain features like couch co-op, stuff like that. Um, And you can obviously launch them from within this UI and like it grabs the game description and box art and all that stuff uh, automatically. It's really cool. And they just released uh, an update that kind of overhauls the add-on system that they had uh, before there really wasn't much besides you could add new libraries. Now it has integrations with stuff like how long to beat. Um, It has this like analytics thing so that you can see how much you've been playing individual games or even individual genres, which I think is really cool. Oh, that's uh, it's it's really slick, and the standard desktop UI is kind of ugly, but 
uh, it has a full screen, like basically Steam big picture mode where you can make it look like the PS5 UI and stuff like that. So uh, that's really cool too. Uh, I, I find, yeah, I find, I find this sort of thing to be very useful in knowing what it is that I actually own because I get a lot of games or will claim a lot of games, say through the, uh, the Twitch prime thing. And then I forget that I even have access to them. So this also catalogs all those and gives me analytics and stuff for what I've been playing. And my favorite feature uh, is the play a random game button. And uh, I haven't, haven't, uh, I haven't really figured out why Steam doesn't have that. Because even the Xbox Game Pass app has that. It does. And it like, does. And where you just press the button think... and it's like, pick a game randomly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it also has really, really good emulator support. Um, it will let you, uh, like, it, it'll let you use multi-purpose emulators or, uh, like, single-purpose emulators for the different consoles. Uh, a lot of the other launchers that I've used like this will either let you use uh use the the one dedicated emulator that they support or it'll just act as a forwarder into uh retroarch and this will uh, let you use retroarch or uh even bizhawk i've never seen anything support bizhawk what's bizhawk is that like retroarch it's it's yeah it's it's basically somebody else doing their own kind of retroarch thing cool uh, will it make it so that your microphone stops cracking? Is that is that a feature that it has? Uh, it's all right. It's all right. I will talk about the games that I have played. That's neat. If any, what was it? Play. What was the name of it? Uh, play night. Play N-I-T-E. night. And okay. Yeah. I don't like that night is spelled like eight different ways. Anyway. Yeah. It's annoying. Um. But anyway, uh, the games I played, I played some more Deathloop on Monday, and um, I am definitely turning off the invasion feature because it causes a level of stress that I don't like in that game. Because, <laughs> because the game, it, yes, it's a first-person shooter, but it's kind of a puzzle game, right? You're like, uh, you're trying to figure out the best way to take down the the other visionaries as quickly as possible because you need to take out all eight of them in a single run and so you're you're going through and you're trying to like collect clues and figure out what people do at certain times of day uh how to manipulate like the morning so there's at, at the evening time there is a party that goes on and you want to get a certain amount of characters at the party so you can then murder them at the party, right? And so you have to figure out ways that you can get, like, if I do this, then this character will go to that party at the end. And I don't like the invasion feature, not really because any of the people that I fought have been super hard. There has been, there's been a couple that, like, really screwed me over. Um, but for the majority, for the majority of the game, I have been able to, I, I've been able to beat whoever's been playing Juliana. There have been a couple times where I've, 
I've gotten murdered by Juliana quite a bit. But the main problem I have with it is there are four different times. You have you have morning, you have noon, you have afternoon, and you have evening. And I would think, and what happened at first was only once would I get invaded by Juliana. So like morning or afternoon, I would get invaded, and then I wouldn't have to deal with being invaded again. But for some reason, they allow Juliana to invade you every single time you switch to a different time of the day. So you can get invaded four times uh, while you're just trying to complete the day. And it's really annoying when you're like on the last but you're like in the evening and you're like running around and you're like, okay, I got to kill this person. And then it's like Juliana has invaded and you're like, son of a fucking bitch. If I die, I am going to be so mad. It's, it, it adds a layer of stress that I don't like in the game. Uh, so I'm definitely turning off that feature because you can go in the options and turn off the invasions. Um, have you played, you haven't played any death loop. Have you? I have not. Are you interested in it at all? I I am intrigued by it, but it doesn't seem like something that I'm going to spend full price on. Yeah, that that's fair. Uh, I also made, uh, or I also played Psychonauts two. Have you uh, have you heard about this little game? Uh, is, is a game released on the Xbox? It's... Sounds like uh, some originally. kind of indie game or something. Yeah, it, it was alright. No, uh, I played Psychonauts two, and obviously Psychonauts one, really big game, was released on the original Xbox and I believe the PlayStation two. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was good. It was a good game. Uh, so they did a direct sequel, twenty years later, <laughs> and and not even like. Oh, he's, you know, it's a year later. No, it's like literally three days after the end of the first game. And yeah, I think they they did that VR thing, and that technically was the actual sequel. Oh, and interesting. Second 2, like, picks up right after that. Yeah. The Rhombus of Ruin, I think it was. Never, never did it. Never played it. Uh, But anyway, it was it was a good game. I actually played it and beat it all this this week. So that was quite, quite fun. I think the platforming, it feels a little bit like the original. It, it feels a little bit like the original Psychonauts, maybe a little bit smoother. Uh, so the platforming's not amazing, honestly. I like the game, but it's still not, it's the platforming's not amazing. Uh, there was one part where there are some floating platforms in this area in, in, in a building. And I like used a tree to do a wall jump off the tree and do a double jump to try to get to the... And so I got to three out of four of the platforms. Uh, and then I figured out that's not what you were supposed to do. I kind of <laughs> cheesed it. Uh, you're supposed to get what's called a thoughts tuner. And then you're able to like bring up these waypoints that you can like teleport to, to get up to those places. So oh. I was like, ah, these are just places you got to jump to. But in reality, I was just being dumb. 
but it was good. I liked it. I'm not going to spoil anything in case anybody does want to play it because it is it is a pretty good game. And it's included with Game Pass. So why not play it if you have Game Pass? It's included. It took me about 15 hours to beat, which from what I read, it's about 12 to 20 hour game. And I did some extra side content. Uh, after you beat the game, it does kind of plop you down in front of the Psychonauts Academy or wherever you're at. And say, hey, continue to do all the side quests you didn't do before. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I beat the game. I'm sure there'll be DLC and stuff. Did you know uh, Destiny is now on Game Pass? Really? Destiny 2, rather. Is that is that with expansions? With, with the current expansion, yes. There is a new expansion Ooh. that is releasing soon that will not be included. Oh. That but, sucks because supposedly the new expansion is going to kind of be like the biggest overhaul that it's undergone yeah. since uh, whatever that, that like the third expansion I think was. Yeah. So from what I understand, it includes most of the expansions up to what 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 was the last one? Uh, I don't remember. Guardian classes, cooperative, blah blah blah. It takes up 105 gigs, which is a lot, I think. Yeah. Um they're, yeah. they're also like going to be getting rid of most of the content in those old expansions. Oh, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. Yeah. Anyway. So, yes, lots of lots of stuff that is on Game Pass. Back for Bloods on Game Pass now. Uh, I just I just want to say it's it's I it might be bad for developers, but it's really good for me. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's the the best value in in video games with, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's it. That's all I played this week. I I I I for I I I foregoed the typical friday stream so typically monday and friday i will play a random game uh not necessarily uh set in stone and then tuesday wednesday and thursday with whatever game i'm playing through but i was like you know what i probably only have two or three hours left in psychonauts uh so what i'll do is i'll just on friday i'll just pay play psychonauts for two or three hours um and then i played it for five hours because I, I miscalculated my time. That's what I did. So, yeah. Played uh, that for a lot longer. You did just remind me uh, with the streaming that uh -huh. um, I played Jackbox 8 last night. Saw I'm not that. going to go into detail on each individual game, but it's probably the best one uh, in a while. Good. I'm happy, I'm uh, happy to hear Job that. in particular. Jo job Job is definitely my favorite one. I saw that, but I was uh, hanging out with my girlfriend and couldn't. Uh, you know, I wanted to. I wanted to spend time. Couldn't with her. even join the audience. Couldn't yeah. even join the audience. Have a little fun. Yep, you both got phones. I know. I know. I know. It was. We were watching Red Dwarf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna move on to some news stories. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, a lot of them are going to be pretty quick. Like the first one, uh, have you ever played Fallout 3? Uh, uh, yeah. 
Have you? Yeah, extensively. Have you played it recently on the PC? No. Uh, I tried to play it a couple years ago, and it is a pain in the ass to get working, uh, because of a little thing called game games for Windows Live. And if you don't, Wait, rem- it was a games for Windows Live game. Yes, it was. So, when you would try to when you would try to start it up, it would try to launch games for Windows Live, and if it couldn't connect to the servers, it wouldn't launch. So there was a five megabyte patch that removed the requirement for games for Windows Live, and this has well, been. It only took them. 12 years? Yeah. When did games for Windows Live Windows Live die? Because it would since then it has been pretty unplayable and that was a few years ago at least. Um <sighs> and anyway, it says the 5 megabyte patch for the game's Steam version went live on Tuesday. It was accompanied by a brief patch note that states uh if Fallout 3 was previously installed on Steam. We suggest uninstalling and reinstalling the title. Uh, Anecdotal reports suggest that any Fallout 3 fans who have the PC version installed via Steam will need to do that as the patching process may stop the game from booting. Um, But yeah. It also says if you're familiar with... Looks like Games for Windows Live was last updated in 2014. Yeah, it was been defunct since 2014 so it was seven years ago and they've had this problem (laughs) on steam uh it was intended to unify the windows and xbox 360's player base but uh in infamously crashed and burned thanks to a number of stumbles uh out of the uh out of the gate it required a 50 dollar a year subscription fee mirroring that mirroring that of the xbox 360's live gold tier uh which pc gamers instantly rebuffed uh, Microsoft quickly changed course on that requirement and made it a free PC service. Uh, but yeah, basically, it was not great. It does say that Pip-Boy now runs 0.03% faster. So, uh, game for Windows Live is uh, de novo, apparently. <laughs> um, I'm very happy that they they removed that requirement. Now people who have it on Steam can actually play the game. It did break mods, though. That so mods, doesn't no. surprise me. I, yeah. I bet. Because if there's like an equivalent of the Skyrim script extender, then yeah, yeah changing the changing the executable in any way is going to break all that. Yeah, so uh, it says... Looking through spoken language packs without an option to disable or uninstall extraneous ones. It's one of the many reasons uh, devout Fallout 3 fans prefer the Steam version, which lets players install every mod patch and quality of life update they could dream of, all thanks to the massive modding community. Uh, Yeah, so it's, it's done. It's done. It's removed, and people can now play Fallout 3. Uh, you... We're going to move on really quickly now uh, and get really, really pissed off. That's what I'm going to do. Um, Nintendo Switch. Do you have the Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch online service? So my uh, my mom pays for my brother's uh, Switch online. 
and she got the family thing, so I just use theirs. And it's oh, a okay. great deal, you know? Yeah. It's a great, it's like $25, no, $30. 20. Oh, for the family, for the family packets. Yeah, yeah, 30, yeah, yeah. It might be, might be 35 but still, that's for five people? Yeah. Like, that's great. Uh, or you could play, you could pay $20 a year, right? And and that's for yeah. online gaming. Uh, and then you get like access to the NES and SNES games. Pretty good. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. And they, they announced a while back at a Nintendo Direct, hey, by the by, we're also going to start including, uh, we're going we're gonna to have a plus pack. So other things that will be included, um, which is like uh, Nintendo 64 games and Sega Genesis games. And everyone's like, oh, that's cool. Uh, and they're like, it will be, it will be additional cost, which will, re will release the cost later. And everyone's like, all right, all right, that's fine. That's fine. It makes sense. Yeah, what, uh, like $5 more? I was thinking 10. I was like, you know, $10. Ten, ten, yeah, 10, 10 probably be still acceptable. Even, I, I could even, I could even see, not that I would agree with it, but like $20, so $20 plus $20, make it 40 bucks. No, they made it $30 for the <laughs> Nintendo 64 and Genesis games. $30. On top but, of the twenty dollars you're but, already paying, but Nathan, uh, you also get Animal Crossing Happy Home Paradise. That is true. You do get the DLC for a game DLC. that hopefully you own. I don't. I don't. I never got into Animal Crossing games. Uh, I know a lot of people did. Not really my my uh, bag, baby. So yeah, <laughs> I. I think it's dumb. I think they should have made it. Yes, I know they need to make money. But on the other hand, if I were Nintendo, I'd have been like, can't, like if I were at Nintendo and one of the higher ups, and they're like, we're gonna release it for thirty dollars. I'm like, thirty? That thirty dollars? Like, you are you sure? Because we're 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 doing like a a hundred and fifty percent increase in price. You sure? You sure about that? No, like, yeah, yeah. Well, fifty percent increase in price and adding games that are twenty to twenty-five years old. Yeah. So uh, the launch lineup of N sixty-four games are uh, Super Mario sixty-four, The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart sixty-four, Star Fox sixty-four, Sin and Punishment, Doctor Mario sixty-four, Mario Tennis sixty-four, Win Back. I've never even fucking heard of that game. And Yoshi's Story. Win. Never heard of Winback. Yeah. Winback is a third-person shooter developed by Omega Force, published for the N64 in 1999 and the PS2 in 2000. Oh, man, the crackles huh. are good. Crackles are fun. Um, God damn it. I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's okay. It'll be... I'll, I'll edit it out. And by edit it out, I mean I'm going to keep it all in. Um, upcoming Nintendo 64 game. So, games that are not yet released for some reason. <laughs> Why? Whatever. Um, they, they've got to develop them. That's, the developing games takes time. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, which makes sense, uh, Kirby 64, Mario Golf, Paper Mario, and F-Zero X. 
So those are all the Nintendo 64 games that are either currently available or will be available in the next few months. And then there's some Nintendo, I'm sorry, there's some Sega Genesis, or if you're in the the, the PAL territory, what, uh, uh, Master? No, not Master System. Uh, Mega, Mega Drive? Mega, Mega Drive. Drive. Yeah. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Not one, not three. Uh, two, which two is, I would say, probably the best classic Sonic game. I think. No. Which no. what what do you think is the best classic Sonic game? Three. I mean, it's good. I like three two and Knuckles more. specifically, but three. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and I and I and I respect your your opinion. I think two is the best, but. Yeah, I could say I could say three and Knuckles would be would be up there as well. One is good, uh, but it has some. It doesn't even have the spin dash, which well, improved the game a lot. The re-releases do. They do, uh, but uh, but it's it's silly to me that they're putting just two, not one, two and three, which is what they should have done. Uh, anyway, well, they put the best Sonic the Hedgehog game in a little further down, so. Oh, did they? Uh, Streets yeah. of Rage 2, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. So the, there you go. apparently that's the best classic Sonic game. Uh, Golden oh, yeah. Axe, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, Fantasy Star 4, which is the best Fantasy Star game, uh, Rystar, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, and, of course, Strider. Musha is an interesting inclusion. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there's some... I mean, I, I wouldn't say any of these games except for Echo the Dolphin are bad. Um, <laughs> I hate Echo the Dolphin. I thought it looked so cool when I was a kid, and then I played it, and I'm like, what the fuck is... My is this why Did am you play i playing the ps2 game i have briefly played it and i believe it's a remake <laughs> that like makes a lot of sense like a 3d remake of echo the dolphin <laughs> not change like the story is the same from it's the fucking PS weird yeah yeah like you 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 you're fucking around that's the, the beginning of the game you're just fucking around with the dolphin and flying like messing around and then as, as you do as you're you know you're a kid you just start jumping out of the water as high as you can go and then you you teleport to another dimension or something or go through a time hole yeah it's fucking weird anyway <laughs> uh not worth 30 dollars for games that are no. fucking twenty over twenty years old, um, it like this reeks to me of them going. We need to make more money off of Switch Online. How do yeah. we or a Nintendo Online? How do we do it? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we could add N sixty four and Genesis games. And they're like, yeah, but like a lot of people aren't going to care about those. And they're like, well, we had the idea of doing a subscription fee for DLC. So you get all the first party DLC for Nintendo games as part of a subscription. Why don't we just pack that in with it yeah. and then raise the price another $10 on top of it? 
And I bet that's what they did. I bet yeah, they, 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 they were going to do an expansion thing where you could pay a subscription fee and it start with animal crossing, but then you'd later get what a Metroid dreads expansion pack that'll come out or something, or it, with the next Zelda will have an expansion subscription thing. Like now and... I, I will be, I will be a little fair to this. It is still only $50 a year. Like it is. That's but not think a lot about of money. The comparison between that and PlayStation Plus, or Xbox, you're not Game Pass, or Xbox Live Gold, or Xbox Game Pass. Now, Game Pass is like, more money, but you get way yeah. more games. Yeah, well, uh, same with same with PlayStation Plus. Like, you yeah. pay sixty dollars a year for both of them, but at the same time, you're also getting games that came out within the last couple of years generally as compared to this you're getting nothing but old games that are not worth that much money no like um, they're, they're just not yeah i mean none of these games are really worth much i'm trying to see if any of them would have like rystar has is pretty expensive i think right <sighs> but okay like it's some expensive of the... from a collector's perspective for like a physical copy. Yeah. But let's be real here. These are ROMs. That's true. And you can find them anywhere for quite a bit of you money. You can also get a, bit, a I gar- bit of cheapness. I guarantee you that every single one of these Sega Genesis games is available in some Sega Genesis collection that is available elsewhere. Probably for like $20. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I agree. Like the Sonic collection, you can get all of the Sonic games. Yeah. Or like, like um, Sega has uh Sega has a thing on Steam. I own that it. It lets you inject Sega Genesis ROMs into it. Yeah, I <laughs> like, have it. It's it's fucking great. Um what is exactly. it called? It's called Sega something something something. Yeah, it's like um, Sega, Genesis Me- Sega Mega Drive and Genesis Classics. Yeah. Uh, and you can also play it in VR. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, it's listed as one of my VR games. Huh. Uh, I, be- it must do like what EMU VR does and like put you in a virtual room. Yeah. With a, um, with a game console on your TV. It I does. Play that. I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Anyway. Uh yeah, don't don't I mean do if you want. I don't care. Whatever. If you want to get the expansion, if do you, it. If, you know. it, yeah, if you want like, Animal if you, Crossing. If you want Animal Crossing, yeah. That's that's it. That's really it. Otherwise the other things don't yeah. they're niceties to have, but whatever. It you, it'd probably be better just to play it on your computer or, or a Raspberry Pi or something. Anyway. Which we, we don't we don't have the story, I don't think, in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, about the Animal Crossing update. But they said that it's the last free content update, which means that they are absolutely going to add more paid DLC to that game that in my opinion is still just barely over the edge of being finished. Yeah. Like like the, the new update that comes out in November will make it to where it is the game it probably should have been when it came out uh a year ago 
two yeah. years ago? Uh, twenty twenty. I don't remember. It was a twenty twenty uh, game because that, like, it happened I know that, during the pandemic. Yeah, that's I, what I knew that. Like, the pandemic was like the big thing for it. Yeah, I think it was like March of last year or something like that. Um, we'll okay. check Animal Crossing Switch. Its original release date was March twenty twenty twenty. I I don't know how I remembered March of 2020, but I mean that was right whenever the pandemic kind of kicked into high gear for everyone. Yeah, and people started playing it. Anyway, uh, unfortunately, there is some bad news. I actually brought the story up because I thought Connor was going to be here. Uh, it doesn't really matter because the 2014 version has all the stuff in it, but the 2011 mm-hmm. version of Rocksmith is being discontinued and delisted. On all platforms. Uh, it says... That's unfortunate. Uh, Though the guitar trainer will be leaving the storefront, uh, the Rocksmith 2011 on-disc songs and DLC uh, for it will still be playable in Rocksmith Remastered. You can use the disc import tools to bring that content over ahead of their delisting. And if you have the game on disc, you'll still be able to access uh, owned content. Owners of Rockstar 2011... Rockstar. Rocksmith. <laughs> wow, nice destructoid. Yeah, Rocksmith 2011 will also be able to download, re-download, and play their content. The major change is that it will no longer be up for purchase, which makes sense. At least they're allowing you to download it. Unlike the fucking Simpsons arcade game that was on the PS3, and you couldn't, you can't re-download it. Even oh, if you bought the wow. game, you can't re-download it. That's oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah, it pissed me off. Uh, starting on October 17th, 2021, that is today, Rocksmith 2011 will no longer be available for purchase on any digital for, uh, storefront. Forefront. And soon thereafter, the DLC for Rocksmith 2011 will start to be de- delisted from platforms as well. The Xbox 360's lineup will all go offline October 17, while other storefronts will go delisted at times to be determined. Uh, you can follow the up Ubisoft thread to keep up with what is leaving. Uh, so if you're if you own that, uh, I'm sorry, you probably should make sure to just buy the 2014 remastered version. That's that's what I would say. Um, so that's sad, unfortunately, but who who knows? Like you should really just get it on PC anyway. Yeah, they're doing think... a they're doing a Rocksmith Plus that we've spoken about before, which I don't think I'll, it's like a subscription. I don't Rocksmith. remember what it is anymore. It's yeah. a subscription service for Rocksmith basically. So they can make more money off of it, which makes sense because I, I think that uh, people like making money. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Well, there's also, there's also like a mobile app that they're going to have. And they're adding like a workshop to it so that you can like create arrangements of songs that are available in the game already. Yeah. I don't know. It's cool. Um, but... So, uh, I got Rocksmith 2011 on the 360 and nice. I still have the cable, but I don't know where the game is. Lame. You know what you should do? You should tell us about reset era. Uh, I have no idea All what right. this is. You, you brought All it right. up. So you talk about it. I did. So 
Uh, you don't know what reset era is whatsoever. I do not know what reset era is. Okay, so reset era. Um, I don't know what they were supposed to be originally, and it might actually be pronounced resetera. I don't know. Um, the important part is that they have become a cesspit. And uh, I know that saying that probably brings up thoughts of, of 4chan. They're more like the opposite of 4chan uh, in the worst possible way. Uh, they're a web forum uh, full of people who are so far up their own ass in terms of their own self-righteousness that there have been numerous mass bannings and numerous uh, rather infamous threads uh, revolving around things such as, uh, well, I, I can't think of, it, of an actual like individual example, but on the, on the same level as uh, should white people be allowed to eat tacos? Yes. Um, that kind of absurd sort of, uh, for lack of a better term, SJW kind of mentality. I don't, I don't put myself out there as a, uh, as a red pill, so to speak. I'm not, I'm not anti SJW by any means. I do think that it's important for us to consider the cultural impact and of, of things that we do and say. However, the likes of Reset Era are a parody uh, in terms of how absurd they are. Uh, compared to what a normal human should ever consider doing uh, or thinking. Okay. So I'm... strangely, yeah. What? I'm just confused. Strangely, on what this has to do with our our gaming podcast? Well, they're a gaming website. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. Gotcha. So, so they they, I, I guess I should I should like try to think of something i remember that they talked about like uh life is strange there there was a lot of stuff uh whenever um what's the the zombie game the, the zombie game with the with the clickers uh oh uh uh, uh last of us <laughs> yeah yeah uh I seem to recall that like reset era was just full of the ilk that said the last of us two was like the greatest game ever made or something like, and there, and there was... was a lot of discourse about that and people were getting banned because they had dissenting opinions about it. I did not play last of us two, but I do have to say there was one scene that I really appreciated, uh, which is where Joel takes off his shirt. And I know that sounds weird, but they actually animated the whole sequence of him taking off his shirt, which is something they don't do in video games a lot. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, kind of like, yeah, people most... people kissing in like animated stuff and they don't really show the kiss because it always looks like shit. Yeah, and so what what they do is like uh the biggest one I can think of, the first one that comes to mind is uh BioShock. Uh where like you have a bloody hand. Uh it's BioShock Infinite. Uh you have like a bloody hand or something and you look up, like somebody's mending to it. You look up and then you look back down and there's a bandage on the hand. 
Uh, so it's they, they do a cutaway so that and then they swap out the the asset instead of showing the hand actually get bandaged. That's the only thing I know about that game. Uh, and apparently uh, things happen in the game and like okay, okay. Yeah. anyway. So so uh, Kiwi Farms, are you familiar with them? Yeah, I've heard of them. So Kiwi Farms uh, has an entire web page dedicated to tracking the bans of users on Reset Era. Ooh. Uh, so just just cherry-picking some of my favorites here. User banned three days for advocating piracy. Their post. I'm a communist. Public domain laws got fucked by Disney in response to the thing we just talked about, Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack pricing. They, they um, do, uh, to be fair, to that comment, uh, Disney has, over the years, kind of fucked uh, copyright. Fucked public like, domain well, laws. Because <laughs> because they want to keep... Uh, Mickey should not be uh, copywritten anymore. It should be public domain, but they keep extending Correct. it. Uh, and the courts are like, well, you have lots of money, so I guess we'll, we'll go with what you say. Anyway, go on. Uh, uh, user banned for one day. Infraction drive-by posting. Their post will still be bad in response to Dragon Age 4 heading to PS5. Okay. It got banned for that. They, they were banned for that. Yep. Yeah. Um, the, uh, post uh, an article about the thread driver or kernel, kernel driver for Call of Duty's new anti-cheat uh, being leaked and uh, cheat devs have already reverse engineered it. User banned for one week. Uh, for saying this is like the fall of Afghanistan in a damn day, lol. Inappropriate comparison. Ah, I gotcha. So what you're saying is they uh, regularly ban people that they don't like. Yes. Uh, okay. So someone said that um, Kingdom Hearts not getting ported to the Switch is lazy. They were uh, warned for that, for saying that devs are lazy. But that, devs, that, user warned lazy dev rhetoric. I I don't think, I mean I disagree with that. Uh, I I disagree with the post. I think that the devs will do whatever the company pays them money to do. Basically, yeah. um, and uh, so oh, I think oh. they would. <laughs> Another advocating piracy uh, post. I don't think it is immoral to steal from billion dollar corporations. Banned for three days. I, I mean, again, I don't think that uh, that's ban worthy to say that. But again, I disagree. I, I, part of me disagrees with that because I do understand that piracy can hurt companies. Uh, but when you like with the Switch Online thing, right? Like Banjo Kazooie has been out for like twenty years. You're not really if you get the original version of the game as a ROM, you're not really hurting the content or, or the, the devs at that point because they're not making any money off of it anymore. So I don't. Uh, th this other person um, said that uh, it post posted in a thread about Japan's sales charts saying that just in case anybody's curious as to where people in the sales community have gone 
there's this other forum called install base registration is open to the public now so uh if you're interested in where these specific users have gone that's where they are sorry if i'm de derailing the thread just so people don't keep asking where people have been user was permanently banned reason being long history of trolling hostility platform wars off-site drama and meta commentary uh and he was banned for that permanently permanently banned i mean i've been permanently suspended from twitter before so that was fun um yeah so, so uh yeah it like i could just i could go on forever i could go on for literally forever these just keep fucking going and they were purchased by moba network for 3.3 million euro pounds um uh yeah around 4.55 yeah. million united states dollars i uh, don't understand why why would anyone want to buy this company um why would what value is there here besides uh, there's just a user base who's willing to apparently pay for a subscription fee it says it says here from the article you put up ResetArrow.com revenue is generated through ads and member subscriptions. MOBA Networks sees significant opportunities to increase advertising revenue through a higher share of direct sales, implementation of new ad formats, and a long-term product development strategy. So they... They're just going to cover the site in ads. Yep, that's the plan. Cover the site in ads. So <laughs> that's, that's how they're going to make their money. Um, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about our uh, our favorite evil capitalists. I kind of hate him. I, I kind of hate Elon Musk I, I at do. this point. I hate him. Yeah. like Most people do. He has such, like, a douchebag mentality. And, like, yeah, he has, like, a tes the Tesla cars are really cool. And the Starlink internet service is going to be neat hopefully uh but i feel like he i mean he gets the, the, he, he says he's, that he's, he's the best when yeah. it's just that he has a lot of money yeah and he he can tell other people hey why don't you why don't you come up with a way to make satellite internet that doesn't suck here's a billion dollars well and he'll just say things and then hope that they can get it done like He'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, we can release a car for $35,000. And technically, they were able to get it done, but it's still right. not great. We can do that, right, Tom? Yeah. Right? You know who he reminds me of? Obviously not as as extreme. He reminds me of Richard Garriott. Yeah. Like, yeah, he does. The stuff that Richard Garriott says was, like, incredible. And they technically were able to get the shit out out the door, uh, but it wasn't as good as what they, as what promised when when originally revealed. Um, but anyway, what's up with Genshin Impact and Elon Musk? So uh, Genshin Impact's Twitter randomly decided, hey, you know what would be a great way to promote our video game is to just suddenly start shilling Elon Musk. Okay. Um, so 
uh, they they did a post and the images aren't loading for some reason. I'm assuming because of my script blocker. Yep, I can that, read that, it. I can read uh, it. It says, "Dear no, I, Travel." Oh, sorry. Go go on. Go on. Well, you if you want to read it, you can go. You want to do it? Sure. Dear travelers, dear travelers, to celebrate reaching 2 million followers and then some, Paimon has decided to host a community challenge. Follow Ella Musk at Paimon to the Moon and check out the image below for what will happen when each milestone is reached. Uh, and then it has like some picture of follow Ella Musk. Uh, it says when 500,000 fans follow, Genshin Impact will be renamed back to Paimon. Uh, when 1 million fans follow, Genshin Impact will follow Elon Musk. What? When 3 million <laughs> fans follow, Genshin Impact will invite Elon Musk to stream Genshin Impact. And when 5 million fans follow, CEO Dawei will invite Elon.Musk to visit the headquarters. Um, why? <laughs> yeah. No one even, like, no one understands what the fucking point of this was. Elon Musk but, has nothing to do with any of this, and no, nobody likes him. But but did he know about it? I just see the, the, the tweet no, that says... he didn't. He just says, I can't wait to be in Genshin Impact, but... Followed by a cry-laughing emoji. Yeah, laugh, laugh, he, he laugh so hard you're crying. Yeah. Yeah, he had no idea that this um, was even going to be a thing. They were just like, "Here's Elon Musk." Everybody like Elon Musk, right? It says, Follow yeah, us. it says here the last the last quote was from somebody in the in the Reddit community or something, and it said it was free force marketing that me Hoyo got. And the community got literally nothing. Despite what people try to say, the player base is large, uh, largely does not care about rewards outside of the game, one player said on Reddit. Also, Elon Musk is a piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, the company deleted the tweet. However, uh, someone still tweeted at them, don't worry, Paimon, you may have deleted your Elon Musk tweet, but Twitter will never forget your sins. I feel like I'm in a fever dream. Like, I genuinely cannot believe that this is a real thing that happened. Like, I, I get it, right? Elon Musk is popular. Whether you like him or not, he's, he's out there. And unless you're Hulk Hogan, there's, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Um, or Ric but Flair. There's definitely, oh. like, there, there's a way to, like, be aware of who your community is. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. they obviously have no idea. Uh, yeah, and, and, but I understand, like, if you had a deal with Elon Musk to do this, like, you had communicated with him in the past, and he's like, yeah, this is cool, I'll give you, like, my go-ahead, like, just including him randomly, it would be better <laughs> if you just chose a random streamer to do that to, like, yeah. somebody like, who had like, never not? played it before, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, even that. Okay, yeah. That That's what I'm thinking. Like, be like, hey, just so you know, if just fucking choose from one of the thousand, you got the list of all the streamers on Twitch and how much money they make, just choose like a middle of the road one that makes like maybe a couple thousand dollars a year and then boot like 
you'll do a few things there. You'll you'll create goodwill with the community because they'll be like, hey, that's cool. Like Paimon will follow this random streamer on Twitter. And then if it gets to like 2 million followers, they're going to be like asking that person to stream Genshin Impact and give their opinions. That would be cool. But no, they chose fucking Elon Musk for some reason. Hell, even AOC would be better because she actually plays games. Yeah. Fucking anyway. Um, it's dumb. This is fucking dumb. Uh, but when I said no such thing as bad publicity, I was lying. Um, because there was there was recent stories that came out that uh, a professional wrestler Ric Flair used to uh, try to try to make the boys laugh, like the other wrestlers laugh, and so he would get naked and put on only his robe and then walk down and, and do the helicopter dick. <laughs> and apparently he did that on a flight and the stewardesses were not impressed uh, with him doing the helicopter dick because apparently he has a huge dick. Um, and so he's been, he's been getting some grief for that um, lately. And then... A report came out, and this could be wrong, but uh, that he may be hosting a Trump event that's happening. Mm. And I was like, oh, I know what's going to get get me away from the limelight after my dick-swinging escapades. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Bad publicity. Um, but yeah, so uh, no such thing as bad publicity is not correct. And in fact, I think... Uh, both Ric Flair and fucking Genshin Impact found that out this week. Um, you know what is good, though? Next-gen patches. Like, what's coming for yeah. uh, Dying Light is getting a next-gen patch. Yeah. I was I was very surprised um, that, that, like, this company, this, this developer, I guess Techland, is that their name? Uh, um, I think so. Dying Light, da, 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 whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Dying Light game is their Twitter. So I don't know. Yes. Go they, on. They're, yeah, they're they getting... uh, they they just keep updating this game for free after it came out like six years ago, and uh, they like Dying Light Two has a release date now, and they're they're still just adding shit to the game uh they did add uh one paid dlc uh called hell raid uh recently and that was like a weird roguelike thing i didn't really get into it very much but i just appreciate that they're still adding shit uh and apparently they're going to be patching the game so that it runs at uh 4k 60 fps on the ps5 and xbox one series consoles Nice. I'm I'm happy about that. That's nice. It's nice. Good for them. I have yet to yeah. play Dying Light. I hear it's a good game. Oh, yeah. yeah it's fantastic. Yeah. I uh is it included with Game Pass because <laughs> cuz that's the only way I play games anymore if they're included in Game Pass. You know, I don't know, honestly. I don't think it is. I don't I don't think it Dying Light. It surprised me. Uh Dying Light. It is not included in Game Pass. When I look up Dying Light, the first thing that comes up is 
Flight Simulator. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> yeah, Flight it's a, Simulator. Yes. Um, but it does say... Uh, F-Flight Simulator? What's yeah, an F-Flight? I don't know. It says Dying Light Update 1.39, also known as Dying Light Enhancement Edition Update 1.30, uh, includes... The Hellraid DLC, including new items and blueprints, new explorable map areas, new armory section, new uh, potions and raid mode, and updated tutorial screens. It has support for live events, um, and then support for Be the Zombie mode, uh, minor bug fixes, fixer inventory crash, etc., etc., etc. So, hey, I'm happy that they're doing this, and Dying Light 2 is going to come out, or has it already came out? No, February. February, okay. I'd be playing it right now if it was out. I think it was supposed to have come out by this time. It uh, was. And then there it was, was supposed to be out like last year. <laughs> and then there was this giant deadly pandemic that's happening or something, and who knows? Yeah. And moving on, and we got Valve bans blockchain games and NFTs on Steam. Epic will try to make it work. Now, I could be wrong about this. Uh, but, but let, let me hear what you have to say about it. What's up with them banning the, the cryptocurrencies and the NFTs and all that? So they are not inherently banning blockchain, uh, or even necessarily NFTs in general, specifically, they are banning the sale of games, which allow you to earn cryptocurrency or NFTs, which can then be exchanged for other currencies outside of the game. Uh, there have been a couple of games that have already been released on Steam, which allow you to earn cryptocurrency in the game. Uh, there is one game that is mentioned in this article, apparently called Age of Rust, that was going to allow players to earn NFTs, uh, which could then be exchanged uh, for real money uh, elsewhere in the world by the nature of NFTs, I guess you could say. Uh, Valve acknowledges that, uh, that that blockchain in and of itself and the concept of NFTs does not necessarily facilitate real money value. Um, to explain, basically, blockchain and by extension NFTs really just do a a very good job of creating a chain of uh, custody, you could say. Okay. Um, Using blockchain technology, you can go back and check every single transaction that occurs on that blockchain to make sure that what happened was valid. That means that it's really good for tracking uh, cheaters, for tracking trade scammers, all of that stuff. Uh, NFTs, uh, if you don't know what those are, they're called non-fungible tokens. Um, but really what they're generally used for is you can buy a viral YouTube video as an NFT and then you're the person who owns that YouTube video forever. Um, okay. You can you can do that with music, any digital item. Uh, it doesn't make any sense inherently to me because you can just make a copy of it. But the idea is supposed to be that that you 
are the person who really owns it though um you're the one that owns the original copy of of that painting um nfts have a lot of value in terms of copyright though because it means that you can own a work and then if somebody infringes on your copyright you can prove without the shadow of beyond a shadow of a doubt you are the one who owns the copyright to that thing um and so like steam isn't saying that or valve i guess i should say isn't saying that you can't have these elements in your game you just can't use them as a way for players to make real money transactions within your game uh like that part is against steam's terms of service now Oh, okay, and I would assume that also uh, that would include any games that might also... I, I, I know there are games out there that have done this that will like hijack your CPU or GPU and be like, hey, we're running the game, but in reality it's just using a few percent to mine cryptocurrency. I think that's uh, been banned for a while, actually. Yeah, I, I, assume, I think that's considered malware. Yeah, I assume that... Because I know, if you ever remember... And I think I mentioned it before. There was something called Digsby. Do you remember Digsby? Just no, me? I don't think so. It's like it was like Trillion, where uh, you could have like MSN Messenger and Yahoo Messenger and AIM and Skype, and you could talk to people across all of those with one login. Um, and and Digsby was was not bad until they did an update that would then use your idle CPU to mine cryptocurrency. And this was like 10 years ago. Uh, and then hmm. once that happened, Digsby just died because everyone was like, I don't want you to do that. And just like uninstalled and never used it again. Um, so I, I could see Steam having already banned those, which, which wouldn't surprise me. Um, and I know, and so it says here, Epic Games is going to try to make it work. There is a Age of Rust, apparently, is banned. Is that is that something yes. that's actually happened? Yes, uh, Age of Rust is one where they they uh, made cryptocurrency and and NFTs specifically a major component of the game. And now that Steam has officially made this part of the. Uh, terms of of service or whatever uh the game is now banned from steam yeah which is Good. fine because it doesn't sound all that interesting to begin with i was gonna ask what is age of rust exactly yeah i i i don't entirely know but i can say that if you were building your game up uh around hype around something as stupid as nfts then I don't have any interest in the game to begin with. Yeah. Uh, what is Age of Rust, though? That's what I'm curious about. Of uh, Rust, I Ooh. thought it was. Oh, Age of Rust on Steam. Uh, let's see. Enter a valid date. How old am I? Uh, whatever. Eighty-eight. Yeah. God damn it! That's not what I meant to do. Visit page. At uh, the request looks... of the publisher, Age of Rust is no longer available for sale on Steam. That the request of the publisher, uh, it yep. looks like I don't know. It doesn't look that bad of a game. 
Age of Rust is a story-driven first-person action and puzzle adventure set in a dark sci-fi future. Unravel the secrets of the rogue mechs waging war on humanity as you shoot, explore, and solve mind-bending puzzles to discover clues to your past and how it ties to the present. Eh. I mean, it's not a game I would play because I'm not a huge fan of puzzle games, but eh, it doesn't look terrible. But uh... Collect, sell, or trade engine coin-backed items. Ah, that's that. there you go. That's the one. Is that is that actually trading with actual people? Yeah. Ah, that would do it. That that's why a single why they're player not action anymore. adventure puzzle game using what appear to be store bought animations. Um, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, this looks. I mean, it looks. The game itself looks mediocre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A blockchain game on the engine platform. Yes. Why? I don't. What I don't know what the engine. What is? What is the engine platform? I'm assuming that it uh, that it runs on Ethereum. Well, that makes sense. Engine um, mine and or mint and integrate NFTs. NFTs for everyone. Cool. I think real world value, utility, ownership. NFTs can be used everywhere. Remember, remember, remember when uh, Diablo was like, "We're gonna have a real money shop." Yeah, uh, I had a friend, and I was like, "Man, that sounds dumb." And he's like, "No, man." Yeah, we both we both had this friend. <laughs> no, no, no. I it's a different friend. I have a different friend. I know. Was, but, yeah, but similar friend. Uh, was like, that's I'm awesome. I'm gonna the friend. I'm gonna play the game and I'm gonna get really good stuff and then I'm just gonna make a lot of money off of it. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not gonna make. You're gonna make five dollars max. I don't think he made any money, and I think your friend made like ten bucks. Yeah, yeah it was like it was like ten dollars maybe. It's not worth the effort, <laughs> apparently. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, I'm not but against the idea. It's, it's also like kind of bullshit, but like I think it, I think it works a lot better in something like Diablo as opposed to something like WoW. Yeah, I mean, I I I agree. Uh, RMTs tend to uh, ruin video games quite often. Real money traders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, th but I think that having it facilitated in the game like that, and having it in in a game where you're generally cooperating with other people, as opposed to something where the the end game experience, if you're not doing uh like raiding, which requires a group of people, then you're probably doing PvP in WoW, and like being able to buy power in a PvP situation is always bullshit. Yeah. It it always is, um, yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not 100 opposed to it. I just haven't seen a game implement. It, sorry, somebody's banging on something next door. Uh, I haven't oh, seen a game. Good. Yeah, I think he's making like a table or some shit. Anyway, so I haven't seen a game implement a storefront that uses real money. That players can can use that hasn't been bad 
it like I'm not I'm not opposed to it. It just never has been implemented correctly. So it's uh, well, I don't know. Uh, what about Eve Online? It, it's not quite the same, but it's kind of close, right? I I have no idea how that works. Uh, so Eve Online, do you know how WoW tokens work? Yes. Uh, you can buy the token and then sell it on the auction house for a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of gold. Yeah. So ba- basically in, in EVE Online, WoW tokens are physical objects in the game. Uh, so they have to be hauled from one location to another. And so you can have a ship that is carrying a, a shipment of EVE WoW tokens. Uh, and so therefore, that ship becomes worth the sum of all the tokens on that ship in real money. Awesome. And you and so there have been multiple like nerdy game articles talking about how the time that Eve Online had a ship worth ten thousand dollars get blown up in a yeah. war and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think, I think that's kind of cool. It's not the same because it's not like they're, they weren't carrying like $10,000 worth of equipment in the game, but that's yeah. because everyone everyone hates buying power in video games. Like it seems to be pretty universal. Well, yeah, except for the people who buy the power in the video games. Uh, correct. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone thinks that it's unfair. It's just that the people who have a lot of money don't care that it's unfair because they're the ones who get to win. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anyway, we're we're pretty much done for today with our stories and all that. So, uh, and we've been here for like an hour. Yeah, an hour and, yeah. and seventeen minutes. So, yeah. hey, your your voice isn't cracking anymore, by the way. I think you fixed uh, it. It was Discord. It was Discord the entire time. Did you have like that voice thing on or something like the the anti noise reduction voice thing or what? No, I I. Uh, actually, from the last time that you complained about me crackling, I haven't done anything. Weird. Anyway, uh, I'll talk to you. Oh, wait, no. I'm lying. I'm a lying bitch. Yeah, you're gone next week, ain't you? I'm, yeah, I'm gone next week. It's going to be you and Connor, and hopefully both of you are there. <laughs> <laughs> I will do it right this time, goddammit. Okay, uh, you may want to have Connor record as well, just in case. I'll, it, it'll be fine. Everything uh-huh. will be fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but yes, so next week I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be at... I'm going to be in Vegas uh, by my by myself. I'm flying down there. Uh, my girlfriend was unfortunately not able to come, so I have an extra ticket to the WWE... Uh, WWE... To the Impact Wrestling event that I will be going to. So uh, I'll probably just oh, wow. find... Yeah, because I bought three tickets. Thankfully, I wasn't able to get the fucking front row tickets like I wanted. Because <laughs> those were like 100 bucks a piece. Because uh, otherwise, I'd just have, you know, three $100 tickets. Uh, but those were sold out like immediately. And then there's like the second class citizen seats, which are like right behind that. And those sold out pretty much immediately. So I had to get the general admission like bitch seats. Um, well, for just 30 make sure bucks. you bring a gas mask. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be going to wrestling, and uh, I might be going to Penn & Teller. We'll see what happens. Huh. Yeah. 
My friend lived there for like four years and has never went to see Penn and Teller. I don't know why. So anyway. Is your uh, friend Jeremy Elbertson? No. My friend is not. I don't. Do I? I know a person named Jeremy, I think, but not that one. Anyway, I will see you in two weeks and uh, have a great day. Bye. Say say goodbye, Aroa. <laughs> I was going to play a funny sound and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs>